It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. On Giddy Up, it's time for the Midweek Masterclass with the Mailbag Team. I'm a Keatsy boy, just trying to make it, yeah. I'm a Veggie boy, just trying to win us, yeah. Just trying to train win us, I'm a, a Froggy boy. Oh, just so trying to whip it. I'm a baggy boy, just trying to make it, yeah. I'm a Keatsy boy, just vote for Keats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Both the Keats. Island boys, Both everybody's right now, in line. Um, them all the way. Keatsy boy, amazing. Yeah, we'll have that tonight to see if the boys can get in um, with Keats. And the Island boys to see if they've done the trick with Keats because the final field or the, the top 10 vote getters for the All-Star Mile will be known tonight. I think there will be a special coverage on, on racing.com. And our man, Jack Dickens, geez, he set social media alight there yesterday after we posted the video when he said that Animo was the greatest horse that he's ever seen. And now he's been um, struck down by gastro. As I say hello to you, Dicko. Um, geez, this has been a mighty effort for you to join us today. Uh, it's a big day for the team, Jay. Hopefully uh, tonight we get some good news. Uh, but who knows? Hopefully, you know, I don't think people of Uncle Wayne's age would even know how to vote. So it's not a big issue that he didn't know who the Island Boys were. Yes. But, uh, shout out, just shout out to Uncle Wayne and Johnny O'Neill for one of the great podcasts of all time <laughs> yesterday. Scooby Doo's, Stifler's uh, <laughs> mum. Just, just outstanding content. You should be very proud of yourself. And I just love hearing you be uncomfortable. Normally it's only when I'm on, but no. now it's, uh, it seems to be five days a week. No, well, he was at his best, Wayne Hawks, yesterday. He was like, some of this, it was innocent, some of the stuff he was saying. But um, no, the boys were, I think they were clearly best on ground. They did extremely well. Hey, um, Dicko, I know that you want me to be quick because you do have gastro, but I was just looking through a few of the comments there overnight regarding your statement regarding Animo. And it made me laugh there for a little while. Um, the video has absolutely gone off, but um, can I read a few out to you? Yeah, please do. Yeah. I, I, my, my tip for anyone at home, go and have a look at some of the, the more aggressive comments and then have a look at their profile if you want to have a good laugh. Just go look at their yeah. sort of gear. They normally are tweeting. It's, it's outstanding. Where are the best here? Um, oh, Espiona. I think you said that you were going to take on Espiona there the other day, but you didn't. Um, I like this one from Mr. Rajesh, and he's a, he's a loyal listener as well. But do the producers at SEN just get in and go and say – the most ridiculous stuff on Monday's show to the talent that they, they actually do. They're going to have a hard look at themselves, Jacko and Oscar. The cane <laughs> corns of racing. That's from Nat Martin. Um, one thing I've learned with Dicko is he says whatever to create noise to hopefully bring him more attention, which equates to more clients. It's probably a good theory to have. Um, Kieran Evans is an interesting man. I think he's from WA. I've had a look at a few of his content lately and, um, He's a little bit critical from time to time, Kieran Evans. He says, this will do me. He's still learning the game, I think, however. I love him because he's always a prize, having a crack at you. And then he says, snore. But he's actually tweeting. Um, who else can we get? Oh, I, some of these text messages or the tweets that you can't read out. Um, 
people take this way too seriously, honestly. This is everyone getting so worked up about. Um, I'd say even Shogun Lodge would beat Adamo most times, and they go on and on. Um, so, yeah, I love it, mate. I'm just trying to find where was my favourite. Um, who hides these morons? That was my yeah, favourite Yeah, who hides these Rich. morons? And I said, I'm a volunteer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look, I stand by it. And if uh, Animo goes overseas and wins the race overseas, he's going to be oh, very hard to knock. Like, he won, a two, he won a group one as a two-year-old. All the horses that everyone puts on these pedestals weren't even racing at two. And uh, I have only been in the game, though, like, passionate about it for a short time. I did have a conversation privately to a good judge who mentioned Octagonal being a superstar. And, like, to be honest, I never really saw a race. Yeah. And Johnny O'Neill even copped it a little bit. And I, I think that, like, yeah, everybody can have an opinion. That's why we love this great game. And he said that at the end of James Cummings's career – that he'll have a better resume in a way than Bart Cummings. Now, I don't think James will ever defeat Bart regarding the Melbourne Cup victories, but what he's been able to achieve in the game in the early part of his 30s, James Cummings, he's well on track for greatness. Yeah, well, he's been completely blessed in run, and he, but at the same time, he's absolutely delivering. He has Correct. his horses firing on the big days relentlessly. The job he's done with Animos, first class, um, and... Yeah, I, I, time will tell, but like, how dare John have an opinion that the, the nonnies out there don't agree with? Um, Sandown tomorrow, and you haven't spewed yet, so that's that's a good sign. So we'll quickly run through your staking plan then for Sandown. In fact, last week you nearly tipped the card there, Jack. You're on fire. <laughs> yeah, it was a good day. Uh, Sandown rails out three metres. Want to focus heavily on horses that settle on speed. But I think if there's one that's going to run on tomorrow and just be too good for him, and you should probably get him on tomorrow morning or tonight, uh, like the end of this show, and ask. It's three rings in race six for Price Kent Jr., Blake Shinride. Like, it's settled sort of worse than midfield normally, but the blinkers go on first time. If I completely punish it for its map, it still comes up as a big over for me as a bet. Um, I just think it's a very progressive horse in a really weak race. Race seven, I um, I think unusual culture is the hardest to beat. I'm going to be against Kate to Joey, who I think gets back from that draw fresh first up. And I'll be having a bet, Gareth, on our horse, Boss Queen, who's mm-hmm. absolutely airborne. All he sticks, rolls forward. Um, I think we will be really, really suited on on the way the, the truck will race tomorrow. And then in the last race, G, uh, I, I really like dashing for Purcell and D-Lane. Yes, Gets a great horse. run from an inside draw. Uh, I think it'll sort of settle the second or third pair, uh, D-Lane to do D-Lane things and, and get it done. It looks like a really, really exciting card. I have opinions in most races, but not as detailed as I'd like. I can sort of potentially get back to you maybe tomorrow morning if I'm if I'm back to 100%. Yeah. But um, it just looks like a really nice card, a really nice rail position for a nice bias. Everyone blows up about a bias, G, but you shouldn't. They're great things because it makes it a lot easier to win. Um, 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's I about, agree that's with about you. all I've got for you at this early stage, yeah. my man. Jimmy from Hobart says, as much as I love to take the mickey out of Dicko, the bloke knows his staff is more than entitled to his opinion. And the case he made for being a good two and three and four-year-old can't be argued. Twitter strikes again. Good on you, Jimmy from Hobart. Can you please well, ask... It, it, Sorry. If you can if you compare Animo just purely to Winks, 
Well, I think he was robbed of that. The Cox Plate as a three-year-old. He's only raced in two Cox Plates. He's won one of them. He got beaten in the stewards' room on the other. Like, you can't sort of knock him yet till he doesn't do it. Yep. Can you please ask Disco when the vi- Dicko when the video of him um, taking on Espiona would have been online within minutes if she lost? I don't know about that punt king because he was at the race or celebrating or getting ready oh, for. Yeah. Um, Pun King, I, I had a runner in a group too, so I was on track. Uh, look, we can get back to doing those videos, G. Maybe that's something we can work on together. But uh, we'll find a horse to take on on Saturday. And if, if Pun King wants to come along and get involved, he's more than welcome. All right, love you. Kieran Evans, like, if you want to come out of the shadows and get out from under the bridge your mum's bedroom, you're welcome to come to the races with me any time you want, Kieran. Yeah, you can maybe have a tip-off against Kieran. I reckon. In Maybe. person, though. In person. Yeah, I think he... No, I think he's a good judge, Kieran. I think I know, he's from Perth. He's... I think I know him. Um, and he's a good kid. So maybe we can go head-to-head with him. Bit, a bit of fun. Yeah, I'd probably disagree with your assessment there, but um, I'm happy to be proven wrong. My favourite comment was the bloke saying if Keats won, Dicko would be saying he's the greatest horse ever. And Dicko just gives them, well, he's up there. Um, yeah, that was good. <laughs> well, he is up there. Hey, good on you, Dicko. We'll get better. We appreciate you coming on under difficult circumstances. Race six, number nine, three, Kings, Boss Queen, race seven, number six, and Datching, race eight, number three. Let's, let's, let's hope we have another good day. Have a great day, G. There we go. There is Jack Dickens. Um, Shane Curlio is unavailable as well. So we might, we've got a couple of tips being sent through from Curlio regarding the Brisbane meeting. So stand by. We'll take a break. We'll come back with Mark Roden and Peter Anthony straight after this. Welcome back to Giddy Up on this Tuesday morning. It's the midweek masterclass. Thanks to the Mailbag Bloodstock team. And uh, let's catch up with two of our favourites, Mark Roden and Peter Anthony. Mark, hello to you. Hello to you, Gareth. How are you? I'm very well, Pete. Good morning. Good morning to you, G. Hall. Um, Mark, we'll start with you. We've got a meeting in Sydney on a Wednesday afternoon at Warwick Farm. What are we doing from a punting perspective? Uh, found two. I, found, uh, I, I thought of quite a few of the races were pretty even, but I found two. Uh, the first one's in race two. Uh, this is a very ordinary three-year-old maiden over 1,600. Uh, I think the favourite does stand out a little bit, though. Uh, number one, Gargo. Uh, very good run here two starts ago. Or certainly a run good enough to beat this lot. Uh, at this track over 1,400. Then they went to Canterbury, a track that I don't feel suits the horse as much. Um, back to Warwick Farm, the mile, I think, sits in the first four. Uh, it's got Zach Lloyd on, a very backable apprentice at the moment. Great strike, great, great profitability and two kilo claim. That more than makes up for the loss of Joe McDonald, I think. I think it just loves in the right spot. I think the opposition is very, very moderate and anything above 260, I think, is a bet. So we'll have, uh, we'll have half of the 100 on it. And then we'll move over to race seven. Uh, better race this one. Um, horse had a bit of luck with last start, number six, Mission Value. Look, the market suggests, and I tend to agree, that um, Mission Value and Griselli Styler are the two to beat in this. Uh, but I lean fairly strongly to Mission Value, who I think can just go to the front and try to dominate the race like he did last time at this track. So uh, at, uh, at a nice price, around uh, you can get it up to around $4.00. Um, Three eighty four dollars. I think that is uh, that is a bet as well. So we'll have the other half of the hundred on him. So love it. Race seven, number six, Keen there, and um, sounds like you're confident there tomorrow, Mark. Well, I like these two. The other six races are a bit harder, or the favourites are a bit short, in my opinion. But I think, yeah, I think these two are reasonable bets. What are you doing, Pete, in WA on a Wednesday afternoon? 
Yeah, pretty hot day, Gareth. So uh, we'll wait and see if uh, the races go ahead because there's been a few times when it's been tipping that 38 degree mark in the stewards. Yeah. Had a look and then decided that they're not going to race. But um, look, race for number one, Traverne. Look, maybe just the slightest query that Luke Campbell is taking up the ride to Kestia. And um, look, Luke is obviously a very accomplished apprentice, but uh, first time sitting on the horse publicly. I'm sure he's done a little bit of track work, but it's had the two trials, won both. The first of those trials, there's actually been two winners that came out of that trial first up, both one cool gal and forever dreaming. Um, it looks to be able to dictate here. Uh, Pike for avoidance first start in WA. They just didn't ride it that aggressively. It led previously in New South Wales, so they didn't bother. Uh, I don't think that will change here. So, uh, Traverne, I think the day should be serving those horses on speed. And look, he's got enough figures there over 1,200 metres at Ascot to be posing a threat. So, look, hoping for around $3 plus there for, for Traverne. Make sure you get the price then, Pete. So, just $200 a win on Traverne. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see what the market does. But, yeah, that's what I'm looking to do at this I, stage. I don't want you to be throwing the toys out of the cot like what happened last week because you missed the prize because you were asleep at the wheel. Uh, something for us, for the, the battlers who listen in there, Gareth. Yep, yeah. And uh, we all rejoiced. I, I'm, unfortunately, I must have missed the prize too. Otherwise, I would have had something on for you, Pete. Hey, just quickly, time to tell, which is, I think the Karakata is all over. Well, is Bray Taylor coming back across or is they going to leave him over us, Gareth? Which one? Bray Falo. Is he coming back across to the Karakata? I tried to text Sean Casey yesterday. He didn't get back to me. But you know what? I'll find out by the end of the show. Sounds good. All right, mate. Love your work. Good on you, Mark. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, is Adamo, you got 10 seconds. Adamo, the best horse you've ever seen? Uh, no. <laughs> Not even remotely close. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, it's news time, 10 o'clock. Thanks, lads.